When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The 2022 trade deadline is upon us and the Pittsburgh Steelers have yet, and I emphasize yet, to make a move as we approach the four o'clock deadline. But here's the question. Are they going to? Or are they just going to wait it out and see if this 2-6 and six team is what they need to turn this season around? What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis, part of the All Steelers Talk Network. And obviously, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers trade situations as we approach the four o'clock deadline for any final moves this NFL season. Obviously, it's it's a tough day around the league. There are plenty of questions. There's plenty of excitement. There's plenty of change. The AFC North already saw one with Roquan Smith heading to Baltimore for a second and a fifth round pick, something that I think Steelers fans were not happy about for two reasons. One, obviously, because you don't want the Baltimore Ravens to get any better than they already are. They are, in my opinion, the favorite to win the AFC North right now. Lamar Jackson is just a guy that you don't want more weapons around, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You could ignore all of the offensive side, much like they have in recent years, and still Lamar Jackson will find success. But you don't want the defense to be any better in Baltimore because that means that it's even harder to keep up with a guy like Lamar Jackson. And yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers have done a great job overcoming Lamar, keeping him in check, but it's not easy to overcome a good defense, especially a Baltimore Ravens defense that is this good, that has been this good, and that has now added the NFL's leading tackler. This is not something that you want next to Patrick Queen. So will the Steelers, and I think that's the big question right now, will the Steelers keep up, do what they need to do to remain in the hunt, to turn this season around and to try and compete with a team like the Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals, and most likely the Cleveland Browns once they get Deshaun Watson back? That is the question. They have until 4 o'clock. I think there's three or four names that the Steelers have been reportedly or rumored to have on the market. I think there's three or four names that make sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it's really just a matter of whether or not they're going to make a move and pull the trigger by four o'clock and see if they could turn the season around. That's the biggest question. So will they let's break every single one of them down. 
We'll start with Mason Rudolph, obviously. I think that that is a guy that is very underrated on the trade market right now. Somebody who makes probably the most sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's no future in Pittsburgh. He's not going to sign another contract with the Steelers after this season. He knows that his time here is done. He wants it to be done. He just feels like a guy who has been passed up too many times with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and there's no need for this team to continue to toss him around the way that they have. Honestly, I kind of feel bad for Mason Rudolph. I've looked at that situation, and and I'm, I've been critical of Mason Rudolph his entire career. Do I think he's a starting quarterback? I don't know, not in Pittsburgh at least. And right now, this season, I don't think he was a good option for them at all. That being said, I think that their promises have been empty. I think that their thoughts on him have been empty. I think that the way that they have treated him, tossed him around, possibly manipulated him with his contracts, not great. I just don't feel good about the situation. And I know not everybody will agree with that and that it's his choice to sign another deal here. But I don't know. They're just, I feel as if when he signed that second contract, that one year deal, they were somewhat telling him, hey, you are going to be the guy or you're at least going to get a true opportunity. And I don't think they ever gave him a true opportunity. I think they just shoved him to the side the second Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett got here. And understandably so, but why would you go out and get both of those guys if you told Mason Rudolph that he would have an opportunity and then basically lie to him? Doesn't make any sense to me. He's gone. There's no way that he's sticking around in Pittsburgh after this season. And I think, again, he makes the most sense to be sent somewhere. He's on the last year of his contract. He's just looking for an opportunity somewhere. He wants to try to at least be active on Sundays. And he hasn't he hasn't requested a trade. At least that's what he says. But when you hear him talk, you could just tell that he's ready to go. And he kind of hopes something happens. Here's a quote from him yesterday. I don't think it really, you know, helps anybody. I mean, because the team has this as the control at the end of the day. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to leave that between my agent. But you said you still want to be here? I mean, I, I want to be here for, you know, because I'm, I'm a currently a Pittsburgh Steeler. And then whenever, you know, my contract comes up in, in March and, you know, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll come to that fork in the road when I get there. But for now, I'm on the Pittsburgh Steelers and I'm, Grateful forever, you know. For, grateful for the opportunity to be here and keep staying sharp for my opportunity. I know you guys are going to be here for a couple of days before you take off, yeah. but um, have they had any conversations with you about your role, maybe changing or expanding or dressing after the buy? Anything? They like have that? not. They have not. And uh, just a, there's just a lot to a lot to talk about right now. We got a lot of other. Yeah, they have not. In this next day or so, with the deadline approaching, is that something you need to think about? Or? Yeah, I think about it for sure, but I, I don't. Um, like I said, I haven't heard anything. I, I think typically, you, 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 if something was serious or going to happen, you would start to hear a little bit, you know, through, from the team or, or just in the rumor mill. And like I said, uh, we'll see, but I, I, I don't anticipate it. Crazier things have happened. So. When you listen to Mason Rudolph, you just don't listen to a guy who is happy in Pittsburgh. You listen to a guy who is a true professional. And honestly, I think that that goes unsaid too many times is the fact that Mason Rudolph has handled this situation better than anybody should handle this situation. I, for one, am not a level-headed man, and I would not handle this situation well. But he has held his head up high. He has 
worked with Kenny Pickett. He has worked with Mitch Trubisky. He has worked with this offense. He's stayed his role and he stayed a professional. And I think that stands out to other NFL teams. His value is very, very low. I think at this point, you're hoping to get a sixth round pick, but you're probably just going to get a seventh. But truthfully, what's holding you back? If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, look at this situation and think, we're two and six. We've surpassed the whole, well, worst case scenario, Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky go down. And you are now just kind of looking at this going, well, if, if that was to happen, you're telling me Mason Rudolph is going to turn a two and six football team around when the other two guys couldn't? No, the season's done at that point. You're better off just going and getting whoever you could off of the markets or finding somebody somewhere because it's probably a lot easier than keeping Mason Rudolph for nothing. And that's what you would do is keep Mason Rudolph for nothing. So you trade him. In my opinion, he's the first one to go. You go get a sixth, a seventh. Say, okay, we'll we'll chalk this one up as an L, but at least we got another quality pick, a pick that you could move later on, a pick that you could use later on. I mean, we're going to get into names like Chase Claypool, and if you have those extra late-round picks, those come in handy when you're trying to deal bigger names. Mason Rudolph should be the first one to go. I think that he deserves a better opportunity somewhere. I think that he's handled himself well, and I think that if the Pittsburgh Steelers had any respect for this guy, they would send him on his way, say, thank you so much for being here. We are going to actually give you the opportunity that you deserve, that we promised you you would get, but you'll get somewhere else. Mason Rudolph's the first one to go, in my opinion. He's the only one that really, truly makes sense to me. Next is Mitch Trubitsky. I think that is the other name that could be on the market. The problem there is that chances are you're not going to get anything for him. You might look at a team like the Lions. You might look like at a team like Washington, although Tyler Heineke seems to be the guy. There's a couple of names out there that maybe Mitch Trubisky fits into that you feel, okay, we could move him for something, probably something a little bit better than a sixth or a seventh. Maybe you're looking at a fifth. And you give up some money. But I think his name's just out there. I think that's just a name that, Everybody just wants to toss around because he lost the starting job in Pittsburgh. So they just think, okay, at this point it's over. You might as well just move on. I don't really, I don't really understand that. I don't really believe that that has that much traction. I don't even know if teams are calling about Mitch Trubisky. I think he looked fine enough when he did play that he could find another team, but I don't think anybody's looking at him right now going, this guy's our starting quarterback or we're going to go give up $7 million or some some bits of $7 million and go get a backup. Just doesn't seem like a fit for me. I just think Mitch Trubisky's a guy that has created the storyline around him because of the situation that happened to him. But I don't know if it's because there's actual grounds for him to be traded. I also don't think that the Steelers trade Mason and Mitch. And I think that they get rid of Mason well before they get rid of Mitch. I think it's a lot easier to move Mason Rudolph by four o'clock. 
I think that teams will actually call about Mason Rudolph. They won't call about Mitch Trubisky. I think that would have to be the other way around. The Steelers would have to make phone calls to try to get rid of Mitch Trubisky. I also think that if Kenny Pickett did go down or something was to happen, Mitch showed that he could win a football game for this team. He could win a couple, I guess. So I guess you want that around. If you're the Steelers, you you, you don't really want to just throw it all away and give up completely. So Mitch makes some sense. I don't think Mitch leaves. I never really thought Mitch left though. And then the last two names on this list are Devin Bush and Chase Claypool. And while Devin Bush would be nice to get rid of before his contract expires, and he's playing better than he's probably ever played, at least since his rookie year. I don't know who's calling for Devin Bush. I don't know anybody who really needs Devin Bush. I don't know if the Steelers necessarily want to give up Devin Bush. They're stuck in this mindset where they think that this could turn around. And there's there's grounds for that. I mean, Bill Cowher's final season, the team was two and six. They turned it around and went six and two, finished the season eight and eight. To Mike Tomlin, somehow that's a win. It's not really a win. That's still really rough. That if I, honestly, I'd rather finish with four wins than eight if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, because instead of being stuck in that middle ground where you're just showing, okay, yeah, well, we had enough to be average, but we can't get anything better than average in the draft. You might as well just stink and get somebody that makes you good in the draft, right? That would make sense. I know no NFL team, especially the Pittsburgh Steelers are thinking that, but from the outside looking in, that does look like the best option. Unless you're going to turn it around and somehow try to win a Super Bowl. But let's be realistic. The Buffalo Bills showed that if the playoffs came around and you had to go to Buffalo, Josh Allen's going to put up 50 points against this defense. And there's no way Kenny Pickett's hanging around long enough to win a game in Buffalo. Not in his rookie season. Not with this team. Not with this offense. Not with this offensive coordinator. Devin Bush is a guy that if teams called, it would be interesting. Because you only have until 4 o'clock. What are you going to offer up for a guy that's on the last year of his rookie deal, doesn't have a fifth-year option? You'd probably have to franchise tag him or give him another contract, but that contract probably isn't going to be large. It's just a matter of whether or not you believe that you could land him for the contract before he wants to go test free agency. Because if he tests free agency, chances are he's going to get more money than if he just signs with the team. I don't knowing Devin Bush, at least knowing him from a media to player standpoint. I don't see that Devin Bush is a guy that's willing to take a pay cut in order to be loyal to a team that does not strike me as Devin Bush never has struck me as Devin Bush. Seems like a guy that would be much more interested in the money. And I just don't know if an NFL team is dumb enough to say, yeah, we're going to take a guy for eight weeks nine weeks and see if he's a long-term answer and then try to get him for less money than he's going to want to get at a bad team. That's going to offer him more. You know what I'm saying? He probably makes the least amount of sense for the Steelers. He makes the most sense if we're being honest, because the trade value has got to be a fourth or a fifth round pick. I think he's worth a fourth or a fifth round pick. You're not going to win this season, so you, and you have Robert Spillane, so you might as well just ditch him. 
but nobody's going to call. So he makes the most sense for the Steelers. He makes the least sense for the return. And I just don't, I don't think they're going to pull it off. And then there's the big name in Chase Claypool. Here's my thing about Chase Claypool. There's a lot of people talking about, oh, sell now, sell now, sell now. Teams are going to be all in at the deadline. Sell now. What is all in? Because word has it that all in is a third round pick. Word has it that all in is a third or a fourth round pick, and, and that's pushing it. Word has it that over the last two weeks, when his numbers haven't been as high, that value has dropped. My thought is this. If his value is a third round pick right now, he's on an upward trajectory for the rest of the season. The offense is not looking good, but hopefully they look better after the bye week. He's six foot four. He's 238 pounds. If he could show two or three more times that he could be a hundred yard per game receiver, make really good catches like he did on the fourth quarter drive with Mitch Trubisky in the game against Tampa Bay. If he could do that a couple more times, his value is going to be even higher. So why not wait it out? People come up with this argument of, well, nobody's going to want a guy who's heading into the last year of his rookie deal. That happens all the time, especially at the wide receiver position anymore. That happens all the time. I'm not saying that Chase Claypool is going to be another first-round guy that's sent for a first-round pick on the night of the draft. What I am saying is that that has happened so many times in the last two years that it would not shock me if it happened again for Chase Claypool because he meets all the criteria. Think about it. Hollywood Brown goes for a first-round pick on the night of the draft. There was nothing before that night that showed you that Hollywood Brown was going to be a dominant wide receiver in the NFL. The Arizona Cardinals said, we know this guy, we're going to make him great. I don't know if Chase is going to go for a first, but I'm not going to rule that out. He's six foot four, 238 pounds. He runs a 4-3-40. He makes highlight real catches, and he shows he can be a dominant receiver when the offense actually works in his favor. There is somebody out there that is looking at him right now going, I want to see more, but if they do see more, come the offseason when he's actually on the trading block, they're going to call and they're going to offer something big. I just think that his value gets so much higher at the end of the season. So much higher the closer we get to the NFL draft. I don't care what names are out there in the NFL draft. He gets higher value the closer we get to April. Somebody's going to offer a second round pick. Somebody's going to offer a first round pick. Somebody's going to offer a second and a third. And at that moment, you take that pick. You take that draft and you run and you say, we could go get another Chase Claypool in the second round, or we could build the rest of this team, hope Calvin Austin turns into something and utilize George Pickens correctly. There's just so much upside to waiting. And I think that if you wait long enough with Chase Claypool and you give him an opportunity to finish off this season, you find a way to make this guy look even better than he is. You scheme up things that actually work in his favor. You do the right things offensively, which I don't trust the Steelers to do. Don't get me wrong. I do not trust the Steelers to do it. But if you could do it, his value is going to be so much higher. I expect a lot of people to call by 4 o'clock. A lot. And I expect them to be packages that are pretty valuable. 
but I don't expect those packages to include what they will get come the draft. I don't expect those packages to be anywhere near a first or a second round pick. And the Steelers know that he's six foot four, 238 pounds, runs a four, three and has highlight reel catches on the weekly. You might as well hold it off. They see the trend that's going around the NFL. That's not going to stop. Chase is a guy that, yeah, he makes the most sense for the Steelers when it comes to immediate return because he's the easiest player to move. But if you hold it out and you say, we're going to be patient, I'm telling you the Pittsburgh Steelers return on this guy is going to be way higher than it is right now. And it is worth being patient for a guy you're not going to lose because of a contract. You might as well push it out, which makes this trade deadline boring. But it makes the offseason, especially when you have a high draft pick, if you have a high draft pick, to add on to those draft picks. It makes it so much more interesting come the draft. 